This is Abby Berger with Let's Rethink This. Today we're talking with DeAndre Smith. He is a member at Independence Center. He's been a member since December of 2014, and he is very involved in the clubhouse. He uh, it actively participates in the clubhouse, especially in the kitchen unit, and he also has been a member dancer in Dancing with the St. Louis Stars and has a lot of other accomplishments that we're going to be talking with him about today. So welcome, DeAndre. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So DeAndre, do you want to just get started and share a little bit about yourself, kind of where you grew up and um, how you came to find Independence Center in the first place? Okay. So... I grew up here, born and raised here in the city of St. Louis, uh, had a rough life. My mother physically, verbally, and mentally abused me. My father really wasn't active in my life. So I had to deal with that. Uh, I had to also deal with jobs underestimating me. Uh, they, knew my, they knew my worth, but they didn't treat me as if I was worth such. So that led me to go on to the next job and next job and I kept getting abused and I got so sick and tired of it that I wound up getting depressed. I didn't even know that that I had PTSD due to my childhood. Uh, I got to the point to where I would self-medicate myself in sorrow until one day I happened to go to the hospital because I had a real bad anxiety attack. And the reason being is because I think I drank too much coffee that, that morning. Uh, and that's because the night before I had taken my son out trick-or-treating and it was cold that night. So, of course, I had a big, huge thermos of coffee. And then the next morning I woke up drinking even more coffee and felt like my heart was pounding out, out of my chest. So I went to the hospital. At the hospital, it was a doctor that asked me about my life situation. I'm like, why are you asking me about my life situation? I feel like I'm having a heart attack. And she explained to me, well, you know, I'm a psychiatrist and this and that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to on a psych ward. But instead, she asked me, have you ever heard of the Independence Center? I said, no. She explained to me what the Independence Center was. In a nutshell, she told me the Independence Center is a nonprofit organization who helps people with mental illness. Uh, do you feel like that you need the help? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. She was like, well, if you feel the need, then follow up on Tuesday. So with the situation I was in at the moment, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and go to the month and a half after that, I became a member of the Independence Center. Since the tour, I already knew, okay, look, I'm going to be a part of the upper level. My, my uh, phone is going to be in the kitchen. And I'm going to take over. You know, I got so many ideas and this and that, this and that. And I pretty much done that, uh, created a really good team, uh, really good camaraderie, and a lot of friends in the process. Of, like Abby said earlier, you know, I had a lot of accomplishments. I, uh, 2015, I went out of town and done the International Poly uh, Conference training. 2018, I was the member dancer for Dance with the St. Louis Stars. And November of 2020, I was elected to be on the board of directors. Now, 
that was a huge accomplishment. You just don't know how I felt. Uh, I did I did a peer specialist training, and I look forward to doing a two week colleague training. Hopefully, once I complete that, then I can qualify to be be on the international advisory. Awesome. That's a lot of accomplishments. It's a big deal that you've been able to do so much. I want to ask you a little bit about right before you went into the hospital, because I've heard you share this story a couple of times. um, And so I I just kind of want our listeners to hear what was going on with you right before you went into the hospital. Like, did you have a job? Did you have a home? Did you have a um, a community or a family supporting you? What was, what was kind of going on in that time? I barely had any support. I barely had a place to stay, staying in someone's basement. And in return, you know, I had to watch his daughter while he was at work and he pretty much abused the whole, whole privilege and took me for granted when I had doctor's appointments he would blow my phone up and tell me, hey, look, you need to uh, cancel or postpone your doctor's appointment because I got to go to work. I'm like, you're going to have to find somebody else to watch her because I need a doctor's appointment. You know, you know I need my I needed my psychiatry appointment. I needed my my uh, optometry appointment. I needed my physical care appointment. I needed all of those. And he was like, well, I'm looking at the well-being of my daughter. I said, I'm looking at the well-being of my health. I said, I can't watch your daughter if I'm not healthy. So you're gonna have to understand that. When it was time for me to spend time with my kids in the middle of quality time with my kids, he would call me and tell me, hey, look, I'm gonna go out on this date. I need you to come home so I can, you can watch my daughter. I'm like, dude, I'm chilling out with my kids right now. You know, you got me doing your work hours. And that's what we agreed upon. I got tired of that. On top of things, you know, he had a whole house full of other people staying with us and Money kept coming up missing. It was one time, matter of fact, when I told you that I was in the hospital, his sister's money came up missing. Now, the only two people that were in the house was the roommate and his sister. I wasn't there. He wasn't there. But I was accused of stealing it. And I'm like, how can I steal something when I wasn't there? I was laid up in the hospital. So that really, that really fueled me to see what the Independence Center was all about. Since I joined the uh, I had a caseworker. Uh, she told me, okay, here's the deal. You either A, stay where you're at, or B, you can go in homeless shelter for three months, and I can guarantee you that you will have your own place. So I said, you know what? I'll take the homeless shelter. Anybody else would have been like, you're a fool. I kept the roof over my head instead of going to a homeless shelter. But at the same time, after three months, I got the assistance that I needed and have maintained my own stability since. Yeah, that's awesome. It's such a good story of really gaining your feet at Independence Center and and getting yourself kind of stabilized, not only with your mental health, but also finding a home and finding a place where you can be safely. so that's really cool. So let's talk about um, what what did you say happened first? You went on you went on colleague training. Is that right? Or I went to the international co- uh, conference in Denver, uh, Colorado. I 
2015. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so let's talk about that. So what is the what is the international conference like? Why do people go, and how did you get chosen to go? Once every two years, they have an international conference, uh, depending on depending on the location, anywhere around the world. And, and keep in mind, we have over 300 clubhouses throughout the course of the world. So a little bit of everybody from, from, from those clubhouses come together and hold different conferences. Uh, I actually sat on the, uh, no pun intended, Abby, but the fundraising, conf- uh, uh, fundraising panel, coincidentally, and I gave I gave my my spill and you know I I I talked and believe it or not that that panel was like the biggest panel and brought in the largest amount of people out of out of all the uh, all of them that we that we actually did. That's pretty cool. So you were a panelist, right? Like you were right. sitting on the. That's awesome. So once you had gone to this Clubhouse International. Um, conference you've sat on a panel then you did dancing with the st louis stars which was um my first dancing with the st louis stars so we kind of figured it out together and that was really fun right so so tell me about that experience you know what was that like for you going through the season getting prepared to dance in front of so many people working with your dance partner just tell us about it first and foremost it was it was a pleasure and honor being your first uh it was a pleasure and honor uh having emily as a dance partner and a lot of people have asked me is that your girlfriend like no that's my dance partner even even my family my, uh, i remember my uncle watching my dance performance and he was like that's your girlfriend i said no that's my dance partner he was like Okay, if that's your girlfriend, you don't have to be ashamed of. I said, no, for real, that's my dance partner. So, yeah, working with working with Emily was awesome. Uh, she gave me a whole bunch of pointers on, on dancing. Although I really don't dance that much, like if I go out, yeah, maybe I'll two step a little bit. But the little small things that she taught me actually actually taught me a lot. You know, for a person that has two feet, I've done pretty well. Uh, the, the whole journey, the, uh, the, whole perf- the whole performance period, the way at, uh, you, uh, let me see, with the help of uh, Tom Solari, uh, a couple of other members, uh, the vision that myself and, and Emily had, oh my God, we, we, we did it. We, I, that's all I can say, we did it. Yeah, y'all y'all came out of um an oven right and so <laughs> which i built and at the time i had no idea how to do that so it was right. it worked out i'll never forget the time i was on a lower dock <laughs> payment and everybody came from everywhere where's this smell coming from you're choking me isn't that open the open <laughs> <laughs> so why did you choose to have an oven it was because of your song, right? True. It was supposed to have been a stove, but the way you built it, it turned out to be an oven. Oh, sorry. Well, it, well, it still worked out. So what were your songs? 
Uh, the first song that I started out dancing to was Boys to Men's uh, Making Love. Uh, it's actually an interlude off of their album, Full Circle. And then the second song was uh, That's What I Like by Bruno Mars, which is off of his album, 24 Karat Magic. Yeah, and you guys did a really great job with your performance. Um, it was really it was, it was great. And if anybody listening wants to check out your performance, it's on YouTube and I'll put it in the show notes, a link so that you can go and watch it. Um, that That's a really big accomplishment. What, you know, after, after people dance, typically you're so involved in the process. The fundraising takes a really long time. It's a long season. You know, it's four or five months that you're really working with a dance partner, fundraising, getting involved with other donors. So did that kind of spark an interest for you to get more involved than just the clubhouse? Actually, if you go go back before Dance with the St. Louis Stars to the international conference that I went to, that actually opened my eyes to a bigger picture. Dance with the St. Louis Stars was just one of the biggest pictures in the in, inside the actual clubhouse that I really wanted to achieve. Besides being on the board of directors, of course, and then and then of course, you know, once I achieve one goal, that doesn't mean that okay, I'm done. I'm gonna find another goal to achieve, and then find another and another. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like you have done just that. So when you joined the board of directors, um. All board members, just, you know, for somebody who's listening, maybe isn't as familiar, our board members sit on committees and work on committees. And DeAndre, what committee do you work on? Community Connection. Cool. And and how's that been for you being involved with the board? It's it's. It's a wonderful experience. At the same time, it's definitely a learning experience. Every time I sit in a board meeting, I learn something new every day. Every time I talk to a board member, whether it's a person, via email or whatever, I learn something new. And that's and that's all I want to do is keep learning. You're never too old to learn anything. You're never too old for an education. Yeah, and, absolutely. And at the same time, at the same time, like they they told me that. They're, they can learn, also learn from me as well. Yeah, I so think it works both ways. Definitely, and you have that first person lived experience that our board members, some of our board members, do not. So, something that's really special about Independence Center is that we have member spots, board member spots for our members, and it's really important to independent center that we have member perspective and um, member input at all levels of the organization, including the board. So that what independent center does is always in the best interest of the people that we serve and member board members like Deandre are the voice kind of advocating for the larger group of members that independent center serves. And so that's a really special thing about independent center. It's a really cool opportunity for you, Deandre, to be a part of it. Um, what 
what kind of things do I, well, I guess, do other members ask you about the board and what do, what do you hear from other members about you being on the board? They like the fact that I'm on the board because a lot of members told me, hey, look, you know, at least we have someone on the board that can speak up on our behalf because they'll tell me, quote, unquote, I can't, I don't know how, and, and I'm afraid to speak up for myself. Yeah, and that's a really great honor and privilege that you are in that position where you're able to advocate advocate on behalf of the members. So that's awesome. And then you mentioned that you became a peer specialist. So do you want to just talk about what is a peer specialist and how do you become one? Okay, a peer specialist is a representative of, of a peer uh, and basically the peer specialist is a person that's pretty much been there and done that pretty much what the peer peer is or has done, whether it's uh, self-medication through drugs or alcohol or, or whatever, constantly getting in and out of jail or, or whatever, the, whatever the case may be. The peer specialist uses their life story to a certain extent and at a certain angle to help out that peer. Yeah, and peer specialist is a job that a lot of organizations hire for. Um, and I think, you know, especially somebody living with a mental illness or living with a substance use issue, it's so nice to have someone who has walked in those shoes, you know, who has lived that experience themselves and can really role model to whoever they're helping that, yes, you can get through it. You can have mental health recovery. You can have substance use recovery. And, and so that's a really cool accomplishment that you've been able to be certified as a peer specialist. So, um, I also wanted to just talk about you've done so many things and you're involved in so many things and, and you're on the board and doing, doing all this stuff. Sometimes so what, I feel like I haven't done enough. No, <laughs> I feel like just listening. All to of you, the independent centers done for me since I was homeless and everything. So now I feel like I haven't done enough. Well, I don't think that that's true. I think you've done a ton and it's, that's the role of independent center in the community is to help people like you and help people get back on their feet and it, you have. And so that's a really great thing, but I wanted to ask you because you're doing all of these outside things, where does the clubhouse, where does independent center fall in kind of your your weekly routine? Are you still going to the clubhouse and participating? Of course. I never stopped coming to the clubhouse. Actually, if it wasn't for me coming into the clubhouse, then everything else would just crumble. The clubhouse is the foundation of what I'm doing outside of the clubhouse. And and that doesn't mean and that's not including like my 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 personal things. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that it is kind of the foundation. So talk more about that. Like what about independent center 
makes it so important to you that you continue to come and be involved? The Independence Center keeps me very, very focused. And that, and the particular type of focus is what I do. I'm around positive people. I'm around people that are willing to help me, people that are not willing to put a stigma on me, but people that understand me. Even like outside of the Independence Center, some of my friends and family, especially, you know, they'll, they'll put a stigma on me because of my past. Okay. You know, I've moved on since then, yet I'm still judged for it. So, you know, all I can do, I'm not going to sit, sit down and cry with spilled milk. I'm going to just keep pushing forward. Yeah, I think that's that's a great reason to stay connected is keep you kind of goal-focused, keep your community, keep your friends and positive people around you. That makes a huge difference. Right. So is there anything else you really wanted to talk about in the podcast or anything that you would share to someone interested in seeking, you know, mental health services? All I got to say is if you need help, all you have to do is ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't have so much pride in you that you can't ask for help. It's there for you. If you ask, you'll receive. Remember that. Totally. So I think I think we kind of covered everything that I wanted to talk about um, today. So DeAndre, thank you so much for being on the podcast and and recording this with me. Um, you guys listening don't know this, but DeAndre and I actually already recorded and. Um, an episode and I messed up the audio. And so this is a re-record. So DeAndre, really, I appreciate you taking your time out of your day to record this again with me and share your story. I think it's really inspirational, all that you've been able to do. And as I said, kind of in the midst of our conversation, I'm going to put a link to your dancing with the St. Louis stars performance so that if anybody wants to watch it, it'll be linked in our show notes. I'm also going to put in information about the peer specialist. You can check out the show notes for that. And then I also wanted to let everybody know if you are um, struggling or dealing with a mental illness or a substance use disorder, and you need help, you can go to www.independentcenter.org and click on our resources. We have a list of local and national resources available. So make sure you're getting connected if you need it. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Let's Rethink This Pod to hear about all the new um, episodes that we're releasing. We love doing this. It's, you know, a really cool thing to be able to put out all these stories into the world and really show that people living with a mental illness are just like everyone else in the world, um, real people and, and their stories matter. And hopefully you can connect with them and, and understand where people are coming from. And if you are struggling, then you can get involved. So Thank you, DeAndre, for being on the show. And thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Mm-hmm.